Welcome to the Women Faith Plus Business Podcast. I'm your host, Nadine Mullings. I'm an author, speaker, and marketing mentor. I believe in the importance of women of faith in business stepping up and shining in their lane so they can have the impact, influence, and income they were born to make. Join me to hear the stories of powerful women of faith who are using their purpose-driven businesses to make a difference in the world. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Women Faith Plus Business Podcast. I'm super excited to have my guest with me today, Cassie Kitzmiller. Cassie is a mom of three, a wife of one for 14 years, and a daughter of the King for Eternity. Love that. Cassie is devoted to serving women of faith to build their business through the power of the cross and connecting the body of Christ. Such a simple but super great bio. I love that, love that, love that. (laughs) Cassie, I have known for a minute now. So welcome to the podcast. Anything you want to share with the audience about yourself? Ooh, let's see. I was trying to think of like a fun fact. I think one of the things that even if we haven't known each other for a bit, um, you may not know is that I have written a best-selling book on decorating Christmas trees. So that's kind of a fun Yeah, definitely. That is a fun fact. I definitely have to check out that book on decorating Christmas trees, because that seems like uh, something I definitely need help with. So (laughs) I need to get that for sure. So as you know, this podcast is all about women, faith plus business. So I wanted to ask you, you know, everyone's business journey is very different. So I'd love for you to share with the audience, you know, what has your business journey been like? How did Cassie become this entrepreneur and business owner that she is today? What did that business journey look like specifically for you? Oh, friend. Yeah, that is so funny because I will say I was born an entrepreneur. That part was born into me. That's just who who God made me to be. Um, I think I was selling dog treats at like seven. I had a baking business out of my house in high school. Um, If it was something sitting around, I would try to sell it. But I will say that the journey to coaching women, um, just the Lord's walk has been very fun in that I grew up in a medical household. And so I was like, oh, med school, that's that's what we do. So I was in my freshman year of college and on the pre-med path, calculus and physics and all that jazz. And my boyfriend at the time, now my husband, he said, you know, Cassie, you're spending more time decorating your office in your mind than you are worrying about seeing patients, right? And I was like, what? (laughs) He was 100% right. Um, It was the first time I had ever been asked, what did I want to do instead of what are you supposed to do? So I switched, uh, you know, I switched majors right in the middle of the semester, went from black and white, right and wrong, read the book, take the test to this artsy, fartsy feeling. (laughs) Such a big change. So graduated with an interior design degree. Um, The Lord led me to this incredible woman of faith and a small business locally. I worked my way up there for over a decade, uh, became a co-owner, and that was my path, right? That was my path. I was going to be a store owner. I had, we had plans for multiple stores, And after birth of baby number three, you probably had an experience like this or two, um, the Lord showed me a different plan. 
And it was his plan for me, not the plan that I had laid, but it was his best. And so I laid it all down. I just put it at the foot of the cross and I said, Lord, it's yours. And he led me into online business coaching and the rest, as they say, is history. I love that story, Cassie. So many good points about it. Number one, knowing that you always had that entrepreneurial and business spirit, right? (laughs) Some people are like, I never dreamed that I'd be an entrepreneur or business owner. Other people, it's usually two camps. Some people never dreamed that they would have been an entrepreneur and business owner. Some people are like, hey, I've always had this ever since I was young. I've always been entrepreneurial and I've been selling stuff. But yet it's still a journey, right? It's not automatic that we get to where God desires for us to be. And like you said, sometimes we have our own plan. We have our own thoughts of what we should should be doing based on our skill set, maybe even based on what we enjoy doing, but God tells us differently and shifts us from that initial path or our initial plan to a different one, something maybe we didn't even envision for ourselves, but we're convicted and know that that's what he's calling us to do. So I love that that was your journey and what you experienced through your business journey. So it's great that that's what you went through. And there's so many insights that many people can learn from that. So since this podcast is not just about business, but it's all also about faith and everyone's faith journey is actually different too, right? We don't all become believers of Jesus Christ the same exact way. Our journeys are different. I would love for you to share with the audience, what did your faith journey look like? How did you become a believer in Jesus Christ? Well, I was very um, blessed that I was born in the Bible Belt. So I was born into a good, um, you know, church family. I'll be honest, though, I had a very traditional upbringing in church in which I had a lot of head knowledge, but it wasn't until I was in college that I developed the heart knowledge, the relationship. And um, again, my husband now at the time, he's my boyfriend at that time, he was a Jesus boy, like all out hands raised like Jesus boy. And I was like, this guy's weird. Like, I like him a lot. There's something different, but he wasn't your safe, like typical, you know, what I thought of as like a church Christian kind of high schooler. And so he um, was a leader in his youth group and I went with him. And of course, being the very mature believer that I was, they put me in role of the leadership position with these young women. And I can remember thinking they're something I don't have. They were worshiping and they were praising and they knew Jesus as a person. And so it was during one of those, it was a Wednesday evening and my husband was leading worship. And I just looked around the room and I thought every person here is praising a person. They know him. And I just at that point, I just said, Lord, I want to know you. And so he brought me on a beautiful journey of just um, exposing the places in my life where I had put information over a relationship. Um, And it's still ongoing, right? I think there's still days that he reveals a new part of his character. He invites us to go deeper with him. Um, But it was in that same season. It was that same you know, we're in our college years, we're searching for who we're supposed to be. I was switching majors, I was uh, going deeper in my walk, and he just really opened his heart up to me. Yeah, I love that part in your journey. Obviously, your husband, boyfriend, then at the time played an integral role, both in your business journey and your faith journey in guiding you. And God was obviously using him and directing him. So I love that, you know, how God can use people, especially people that we're close to, um, to really guide us and, and direct us. But I love the way that you explained the difference between heart knowledge and head knowledge. No one's really explained it like that before. A lot of times you hear people say religion 
versus relationship, you know, which makes sense. You know, a lot of times when you grow up in the church, it's about religion, rituals, routine, but then you reach a point in your life where it's more than that. It's more about relationship. But the way that you explained it is heart versus head. You can have a lot of head knowledge, read scripture, know your stuff, but do you have heart relationship, heart knowledge of him? So I love that the way that you explained it, where you switch from not just having head knowledge from growing up in the church in the Bible Belt, but also having heart knowledge because you said, Jesus, I want to know you for myself. I want that relationship for myself. And I love that the two seasons kind of ran parallel, <laughs> you know, <laughs> with your journey your faith journey and your business journey. So as you know, this podcast is about faith and business. And most of the women, if not all of the women that I interview on the podcast are women that are very, um, bold about their faith on their business platform because it can be easy for us to believe as in, to be believers in business and you know pray behind the scenes or you know um, pray for our, our services and offerings and our clients but you don't have to be bold and speak about it on your platform and you know say God say Jesus Christ and be really bold about it so I'd love for you to share with the audience what was your decision or reasoning or what made you decide to be bold about your faith on your business platform platform. I love that. So um, through my journey into online coaching, I was uh, I had headed to a conference. It was a business um, mastermind in San Diego with this like high level coach and all of these entrepreneurs. And at this point, I don't have a business. I am a stay at home mom. I don't even know why I'm there. I just know the Lord said you're supposed to be there. So he supernaturally opened the doors. I'm flying across the country. I am pumping breast milk. I mean, like the whole thing, right? Like, I mean, we're talking like sacrifice quite a bit of expense. And I'm like, Lord, why am I here? Why am I here? So I go through the whole weekend and I'm like learning and taking notes and, you know, I'm waiting for this big aha moment and nothing comes. So I'm on the plane ride home and the Lord just downloads. I don't know if there's something about being in the sky or if I was just quiet for the first time, but he just downloaded this entire business plan essentially. And he said, I want you to serve my daughters in business. And it was such a personal relationship. It was like his words were my daughters, like my beloved daughters. And so of course I'm again, head knowledge. Um, I was like, Oh, okay. I'm going to figure this. I would teach them everything they need to know. I'm going to teach all this business, like how to's and it's been four years. And I still am learning that his heart is to relationship with him first. And the knowledge is just that little bits along the way. So I came home and I was trying to, I mean, I don't know if you've ever brain dumped business ideas, but you're like, you're Googling to see if it's out there. You're trying to find something that doesn't exist yet, like all the things. So I truly have a page of probably three columns of names and business builders just kept coming up, kept coming up. And it was the building of a business. And so I was like, well, I'll just do women business builders. And the Lord just, he wouldn't let it go. He said, no, this is for my daughters. And so I said, okay, I, you know, Christian sometimes has a little bit of negative connotation. Um, I was like, Lord, I just don't know. I don't want people to feel like they're not welcome. And, and he said, it's for my daughters. So Christian women business builders, it was. And um, somebody just recently put a question and they framed it really beautifully. They said, has the Lord called you to be a Peter to serve his body or a Paul to reach non-believers. And I thought, well, that's it. He has called me to serve his daughters. And through that, they will reach non-believers. So that's kind of, kind of it in a nutshell. He just wouldn't let it go. 
I love that story so much, Cassie, because so many things about it. Number one, being quiet. Sometimes we have to be taken outside of our environment. For you, it was in the sky, in the airplane, the clouds did something for you where you got that spiritual download, right? So we have to be taken outside of our normal environment to get those spiritual downloads from God. And so many people on the podcast have talked about a word or a phrase that just keeps coming up and it wouldn't go away. And it's the same thing for you as you explained your story. It was a phrase that just wouldn't go up and you even questioned it. You're like, I don't want to exclude people. And I feel like using the word Christian would exclude people in such a beautiful example that you gave in who you're called to serve, right? So Peter was called to serve his people. People were Peter was called to serve the Jews, right? Where Paul was called to serve the Gentiles. So it's all about call so we shouldn't feel like, oh, I'm excluding or I mean, I'm, you know, including or excluding. It's based on your call and we all have different callings. So I love how you explained that and broke it down um, in so many different nuggets. I hope all the, everyone that's listening is catching all the nuggets of what Cassie is sharing with us because it is so good. So thank you for sharing that. So we know that God tends to do things very differently than the world. There's a world way of building a business. There's a world way of coaching. There's a world's way of showing up in the marketplace, right? And then there's God's way. And God's way tends to be very different than the world. I would love if you could share with the audience specific examples for you and your business and where God has called you to do it differently. He's like, look, this is maybe what the industry is doing, but I'm telling you to do it this way. Or maybe this is what other coaches are doing, but I'm telling you to do it this way. What specific things has God really given you or shown you to do differently in the marketplace? I love that question because I think it opens us up to um, embracing the idea that just because it doesn't make sense, it doesn't mean that it's not for us. And um, even recently, I mean, I think it was just this past summer, I've been seeing like Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. It's one of my favorites, but it's just like been over and over and over again. And the Lord was just like, you need to truly stop relying on your own understanding. And it goes back to that in my head knowledge. I knew how to build a business. I could tell, you know, I've had a business minor. I've been in business for over 15 years. I love it. Um, But it's not about building it from our understanding, but it's truly, truly, truly relying and trusting on the Lord and his plans. So practically for me, that has really looked like partnering with other believers as the body of Christ. And I feel like that's one of the core messages um, for Christian women business builders from the beginning. And it's looked different than what I thought it would. The plan that I had originally started with um, that the Lord supernaturally made possible was beautiful and it was a first season. And I've built a um, coaching offer prof, uh, process with another coach who we have completely opposite personalities. Like in the flesh, there is absolutely no way that we could have ever worked together. Um, but in the spirit, we have come together and said, our hearts are aligned and our missions are aligned. So let's work together in our differences where one is weak, the other strong. It's really been beautiful. Um, and then just even partnering with other women, there's just such this beautiful picture in my mind. I'm, I'm not there yet all the way. I love to see how he evolves this, but how we truly work as the body of Christ, um, where I 
I am, you know, strong in one area, you're strong in another area, and there's women who are strong in other areas. And I don't think we've even begun to tap the surface on what that looks like when we truly come together and work in our strengths um, and stop competing and stop trying to build everything ourselves and stop trying to create this like online empire (laughs) of our own world, of our own making. Um, So I think just really practical is be open when the Lord says to partner with another sister or brother in Christ. Now I do put that. um, I do believe that there has to be a spiritual connection that the Holy spirit needs to lead and guide it. Um, But be open to that because incredible things come from it. Yeah. So many good things that you shared. I love that partnership is so key. And I believe in divine collaborations. I think that's one of God's core values, you know, in order for the kingdom to really uh, do what we need to do here on earth. Divine collaborations is necessary, which is the same thing as spirit led partnerships, as you mentioned. So being really obedient to spirit led partnerships. And I love the way you phrased it. Um, What did you say? I think you said flesh for in the flesh. It didn't make any sense. But in the spiritual realm, it made all the sense, right? So looking at it from a fleshly perspective, like, well, you're this way and I'm that way. That's, this doesn't make any sense. You're up, I'm down. You're to the left, I'm to the right. But it all makes sense in the spiritual realm as to why God is connecting you as partners in order to do his work here on earth. Um, so I love how you really talked about in the flesh, but in the spirit, it makes sense. In the flesh, it may may not make sense, but in the spirit, it makes sense. And the importance of making sure you are being divinely connected, because of course, you don't want to connect with someone who is not of like mind spiritually. So it makes sense um, to have that divine connection. So definitely, that's a great example of how God is is leading you. And and another point that I wanted to bring up and make sure that the audience here heard was that you said a scripture kept coming to you. You got that same scripture over and over again. And I always tell people a lot of times when you get something, especially in a short period of time, for me, it happens in three days, exactly. The same scripture from different sources that are not connected in any way, shape or form. It's a message. And it's a specific message for you to do something, learn something from. Um, So I love that you mentioned that you got this uh, specific scripture so many times because God was telling you it's important for you to partner with me. You know what I'm saying? It's important for you to learn this lesson. So, so many golden nuggets in that particular example of how God does things differently than the world's way of doing things. So, so good. So one of these things, actually, I have two signature questions that I ask every single episode on the podcast. So I have to ask you this question. How would you define the power of faith. How would you define the power of faith? Oh man, Nadine, that one is, oh, that's so good. So this year has been um, October, 2021. The Lord brought me into this just beautiful invitation to dive deeper into the power that we have in Christ to build our businesses. And what started as a personal Bible study turned into a five-day challenge, which turned into a mastermind um, that we're running inside of the community this year. And oh my goodness, there is so many promises we have um, to step into the authority of Christ in us here today. And I think one of the biggest things that Satan is trying to steal um, the truth from our, you know, his, from God's daughters is that we have to wait until we pass in order to walk into the, you know, purpose and power of who we are. And I just believe that 
The Lord is calling up women of faith and business to stand in his power, to use his presence and to go out and change the world for the kingdom to come. Um, and I could go on to this for a while, but I've really um, I've just been doing some studies into just the shifting of the times and where we're at now. And um, we're in a season of preparation. So when Christ came, we were in the 2000 years of building the church and building up the body. And we are in a season of preparing for his return. And so the, the, you know, the spiritual times are actually shifting and we can see it um, in everything right now. You know, this will air in a little bit, but we are currently in the middle of the Ukraine crisis. We've just come out of the, um, you know, coming out of the a pandemic and there is activity happening all around. And so it's not just, of course, we see it here, but it's spiritual, um, you know, battles taking place. And as silly as it may sound, our businesses have a powerful role when we partner together, when we, um, glorify the Lord when we stand on the power of Christ, when we use our faith to really proclaim his kingdom to come. So I know it's a little bit of a feisty answer on a, <laughs> on a power question, but it's just, uh, just lights me up. Yeah, no, I love it. So many good things that you shared. I think, you know, just one of the key things was that you don't have to wait to walk in your authority. I think that's a key lesson for everyone listening, right? You do not have to wait until you walk into your authority, what God has given you to do here on earth. Move forward with it now because we're in the season of preparation as things wrap up on this earth. So that is powerful when it comes to the power of faith. That is just a powerful definition, powerful and passionate definition of the power of faith. So the other signature question I ask, because this is a podcast that's all about women, faith and business is how would you define the power of business? I think the power of business is the power of possibility. It opens us up to, um, as women, um, we are already a minority. And when we look at the world's path for us, it is very limited on what our options are. And there is a sense of taking that power away. You give it to a, um, you know, you give it to a boss, you give it to somebody outside of you. And when Christ came, he returned the power back to his people. And so in business, in a very small way, I think it gives us the invitation to step back into taking the power not on ourselves, not in a, you know, not in a fleshly, like, oh, I'm all powerful kind of way, um, but in the ability to buy back our time, buy back our ability to make income and our ability to um, really change generations, change economies, change, you know, it sounds cheesy, but change the world for good. Um, I was just reading an article today and it said that if women invested at the same level of men, there would be 3.6 trillion more dollars in, in the economy. Just if we invested at the same level, not if we spent more, not if we bought more shoes, but if we just invested, the world's economy would double just by our investments. So I think there's a beautiful invitation um, in business to step back into that. Yeah, I love that. I really do. It really is the power of possibilities, the possibility of what your business can be and do in the world. You know, as a business owner, um, we can just create that impact that just being an employee and working for someone else 
um, we don't have, right? And as you said, when you define the power of faith, we already have authority, right? We have authority that has been given to us by God and taking the role of an entrepreneur and business owner, we're using that authority to make possibilities in the marketplace that happen for other people, that happen from the work that we're doing and how we impact other people through the work, through, the, through our businesses. So I love that your definition of the power of business is the power of possibilities. <laughs> so that is great. So Cassie, you have given us some amazing nuggets for us to really um, think about and learn from. And if someone is interested in learning a little bit more about you and the work that you do in working with um, God's uh, children, especially his, his, his ladies, his women, that he has called you to work with Christian women, um, how would they connect with you? What would be the best way for them to connect with you? Yeah, absolutely. We have a free Facebook community. It's Christian Women Business Builders Community. Um, You can just search that. You can also go to our website. We have a podcast, Christian Women Business Builders. Pretty much if you search Christian Women Business Builders, you will find me (laughs) on one platform or another. We're we're on most of the main ones. (laughs) Yes, definitely connect with Cassie. Christian Women Builders on her website, on her platforms, wherever you can connect with her, definitely connect with her and um, learn more of all the things that she is doing and the great work that she is doing in the world. Thank you so much, Cassie, for being on the podcast. It has been a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to the Women Faith Plus Business Podcast. I hope this episode has not just given you information you can use, but was insightful and inspirational. Wherever you are listening, be sure to subscribe to get the next episode or go to womenfaithandbusiness.com to join our email list. Plus, if you would like to discover three powerful ways to attract the people you are called to serve in the marketplace so you can make the impact, influence, and income you were born to make, be sure to text POWERFUL to 404-982-4736. That's 404 982 4736.